Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. While some say that he's on a journey. It's the journey, and here's your host, David Hackett. Hi everyone, another journey, and today's journey is involving a non-profit leader, storyteller and character who's also passionate about creating a more just world where everyone thrives. As a former, and this is surprising because you'll say yes, you're British as well, as a former British army officer serving in Iraq, executive in the corporate sector and humanitarian responder, our guest has experienced firsthand the importance of paying attention to what is already working in evaluating local leaders in addressing global challenges. She guides individuals and organizations in reframing their internal narratives for even greater impact by exploring the subconscious stories that we each hold within us. As executive director for the nonprofit Ripple Effect Images, our guest leads a world-class team of photographers and filmmakers shining a light on solutions empowering women and children globally. So today we welcome Liz Bloomfield to the journey. Hi, David. It's great to Hi. be here. Hi. Now, you heard me touch upon, it's good to hear another British accent, because not always you associate British people with my podcast. Most of my podcasts are involving America, and that's a good thing. But you're living in America. You've moved to America. So let's go back to your earliest memory of your journey. What's your earliest memory? My earliest memory is riding my tricycle in the garden of my family home. Um, very fortunate to have had a wonderful um, upbringing in a street where my aunties and uncles and grandparents all lived really close by. And I've never stopped being grateful for growing up with my family all around me. Now, I've subsequently traveled to all different parts of the world and now live across the Atlantic from my family in um, on the east coast of the United States. But I'll never forget the, the community of growing up with my family so close around me. Yeah, and everyone who's not familiar with how Britain works, everyone is a close-knit community wherever you live. And, you know, from the nitty-gritty of London to the raw edges of, you know, Cornwall, you know, everyone's a close-knit community. And that is a good sense of well-being, I sense. Yeah, it anchored me, I think, for everything that I subsequently went on to do. I think the stability and the continuity of of, of being in one place with people around me, I think I've never taken for granted. And, you know, I look at people who've, who've been less fortunate, you know, have had um, to move regularly when they were young or maybe just haven't had that consistency. And I'm forever grateful um, to my parents and, and my family that that gave me that really warm welcome into the world <laughs> so going into the reason why we're talking about you it says about being a non-profit leader storyteller and coach which is passionate about creating a more just world where everyone thrives that is a really lovely way of helping people per se and you know i can see in the background of where you are now for the people listening she's got a picture frame and it just symbolizes 
love in the picture because it's that look in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful picture by one of the photographers that's part of Ripple Effect Images, actually our founder, Annie Griffiths. Yeah, and I think love is a great place to start from. Um, the work that I do today is about, yeah, creating a more just world where everyone thrives. And that's what I'm passionate about, is that actually sometimes we we think about opportunities and resources in the world in a in in a, in a very limiting way, in a way that you take something away from one and, and give it to another. And actually, you know, I believe really strongly that that we can all coexist in this world together. And we can, but there are there are very intentional steps that we need to create in order to, for the world to be fairer, to be more just. And so right from the early part of my career, I, my career started in the military and I've subsequently worked within the corporate and humanitarian sectors. And now very focused on storytelling. And I think there's this common thread that actually the the story we tell ourselves and each other about how we want to show up each day are really critical to how we can make a positive difference in the world. Yeah, and as I always say when I interview people, every journey's different. So that's what you experience when you see the opportunities. Every opportunity is different because you don't have the same opportunity for one person to another. Right. It's so true. And I think you know, the more we can create more opportunities from people from a, a wider range of different backgrounds backgrounds and lived experiences, I think the better that serves everyone. But also I think it's how we as individuals show up for the opportunities that are presented to us. Because sometimes something can be in front of us that seems like it's a really big problem or a really big challenge or something that's gonna be generally quite unpleasant. And actually a lot of it is about mindset. It's about what, how am I going into this experience? And, and that's where I think storytelling can play a real role. It's like, am I going into this experience telling myself a story that this is just something that I have to get through? Um, in which case you're probably going to experience it in one certain way, but are you, are you going into that with an, with a story of there's a lot I could learn from this. There's some relationships that I could strengthen. There's a different life experience that I haven't had before. And I think with that curiosity, with that more expansive mind, I think there's real scope to to see anything in front of you, of you, of you as an opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, we touch upon when you was in the army. Now, that's an eye-opening experience because you don't know from one day to the next you know what's going to happen, especially when you're deployed. You don't know what's going to be exactly round the corner, as we know in the world at the moment for any, you know, army, you know, especially the British Army, the US Army, everyone's just taking each day as it comes because you mm -hmm. don't know what is around it. Yeah, it's such a good point, David, because actually we don't know what's what's around the corner, any of us. Any, at any time and and when I think back to you know, much earlier in my journey during those that time in the British Army and when I deployed overseas to Iraq um, actually the experience that I had was quite different to what I was expecting I was really fortunate to work very closely with the local Iraqi rail operators who were um, who I was working in partnership as we re-established the re-established the rail infrastructure in the southern part of the country and 
the experience that I had, the learning that I got from them and and some of the insights that I got about how you could work together across cultures in really with really different backgrounds and yet still um, achieve really collaborative, positive outcomes really sowed the seed for me that actually anything's possible. Um, and so I think that that early experience for me certainly opened my eyes to how important it is to pay attention to the local leaders within any situation. You know, sometimes yeah. we think about things in terms of being very top down, but actually whether it's whether it was in Iraq during during the conflict period or indeed whether it's anywhere in the world at any moment in time is there are extraordinary people getting stuff done you know really detailed knowledge of what is needed within their community and the importance of paying attention to those local leaders because yeah. they play such a critical critical role and it's about you we said about in the beginning a community it's about building those mm -hmm. small communities to make a right bigger community and i always describe it as a piece of jigsaw in a jigsaw that makes a bigger picture yeah that's exactly it that's a perfect analogy and i think if we can all have the humility to realize that we're just one small piece in a jigsaw but at the same time recognize the value in being aware of all of the other pieces of the jigsaw and thinking about how we can complement one another and how we can support one another and how we can lift each other up that's where really incredible things happen. And that's why I feel so fortunate in the work that I do today in terms of shining a light on solutions that are empowering women globally. We go out and we look at the things that are already working, that are really working, that are transforming lives and making a difference. And I promise you, there is so many of those solutions out there. It's just that sometimes the media focuses on on the problems and the challenges and the victims and what's not working. But actually, if we can pay more attention to what is working and, you know, channel more of the resources and the attention and the energy towards what's working in the world, then I truly believe that's how we move forward with some of the challenges that we face globally right yeah. now. Now, I haven't worked in the media. You do get the media ed where you do see just a top player. You do, you know, I'm not saying it's every day situation, but the only time you see the layers underneath, it, and I'll give an example, is when you actually saw Michael Burke in England on BBC News doing Ethiopia. Now, no one knew completely about Ethiopia up till then. But he went there and you saw the news report. And even this day, when I actually look back at it, I know I was young at the time when it happened, but it chokes you because he peeled back those players that no reporter has done before. And that's how reporting is nowadays. They go into the depth of understanding that topic. And I think that's where they learn to make a story better now is to go in depth. Yeah. And you raise such an important point about why storytelling is critical to so many ele elements of our day-to-day -day life. You know, it's important to help us understand some of the things that are going on in the world. Sometimes we, we get bombarded with facts and figures, but actually a really well-told story can help you understand the human dimensions of something. And so storytelling really is powerful in helping us engage with with one another as humans. But I think storytelling also really helps us connect with ourselves. 
as well as the work that I do with Ripple Effect Images around telling stories that shine a light on solutions empowering women. I also work um, as a social impact and well-being coach with people who are kind of impact-driven professionals, people who really want to make a difference in the world, but sometimes that is at the expense of their own well-being. And I think sometimes we tell ourselves stories about how we need to be showing up or we tell ourselves stories about ourselves and what we're capable of or what we're not capable of. And sometimes those stories serve us and sometimes they don't. And if we've got into a pattern where we're telling ourselves a story that's based on an assumption or an interpretation like, you know, this happened before, therefore it'll happen again or some kind of stereotype about what you may or may not be good at if we tell ourselves stories like that we can really limit ourselves or we can get ourselves into patterns where we can become very self-critical and I think that's again where storytelling can be so powerful in just you know being aware that you can just you can rewrite those stories for yourself there's no you can make a conscious choice to say you know that isn't a story I'm going to tell myself anymore about me I'm I'm, I'm writing a new story and I think mm. that can be really empowering especially for people who are looking to make changes in their life or or just want to bring some more balance and again storytelling is the key and I will give a perfect analogy on this you know you talk about the film never never ending story now, yes, that story did end after three films, but the point was, if you could read that book over and over and over and over again, that's mm-hmm. what this is. It's about mm-hmm. a never-ending story because you're always yeah. telling new chapters and building on that. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 we get to choose that. Like As individuals, we can make a choice about what we want our story to be. And, of course, there are always going to be environmental factors that have an impact on on our day to day life, but we can but we can make choices about how we choose to to let that affect us, how we choose to let that uh, impact on our story, and and I think that's where um, it's really empowering when we realise that a you know we can we could look at it something differently, but b like you described, never ending story. We all are a never ending story. We're never going to get to one place and then suddenly we're everything we ever wanted to be every day is a step on that journey every day we have a choice about how we want to show up today um and you know yesterday's history and so you know as we look at as we look forward that's when um when you know we we should feel really empowered to take the steps towards what it is that we really care about which might not be the same as what you know your neighbor or your friend or the person on your instagram feed thinks is the perfect life it might not be you know lying on a beach or being a lottery winner it's whatever it is to you and every single one of us is different and so you know really getting clear on what what is it that you want for your life and being you know really thinking about that from a on a personal level and then using that as your frame of reference about how you want to show up each day yeah and you you know going into our is nowadays and you know, you've been in the army, you immigrated to America. Now, that was a new challenge in its own right mind because immigration can be a scary process because not everyone understands how you go there and then you get approved straight away. You've got to go through loads of loopholes just to Mm -hmm. get to immigration. And then when you do immigrate, you've then got to prove yourself for another two years, per se. So, yeah. Oh, you're so right. And and I think it's 
It's particularly interesting as someone moving from the UK to the US because kind of superficially, culturally, they're very similar as countries speak the same language, um, lots of things that are very alike. But actually living in moving to the US, there were so many things that were different. You know, obviously, as you described, the the stress and the anxiety associated with immigration is is um, is huge. But also just day to day, like figuring out you know, different foods in the grocery store and you know different ways of you know paying your electricity bill and on and on and on. And I think those are things that actually, um, yeah, that that they t- it takes time to make that adjustment. But I also think it enables you to be more aware about the life that kind of is going on around you. I yeah. think when you're when you've lived in one country for a long time, you can just kind of take certain things for granted. But when you spend a period of time in a different country, you can really tune in to what what is different and what's the same. And then it's about empowering your new opportunity in your new area because you're reaching new people. You can do it on the internet, you can do it via podcast, you can do it via videos, but you you know, when you're actually in the country itself, that's the difference, I feel. Completely. And I, I mean, I learned that lesson earlier in my life. I went I studied for a year in Germany when I was um, at uni- when I was at university. And so got a whole year really early in my 20s to live in a different country. And I think you really you realize that being on holiday, being on vacation is so different to actually living in a country. Um, you can think you understand a country, but until you kind of go through the day-to-day business of living and existing, you don't necessarily get a real sense of a different culture and a different country. And so, yeah, I, exactly as you say, having the opportunity to live in countries for extended periods of time really opens your eyes to to different ways of living, but also what unites us as humanity. Like, although there are many things that are different, there are also a lot of things that are the same. You know, the sense of community and and neighbor neighborly spirit. You know, I've experienced those everywhere I've lived. They've looked a little bit different, but that sense of being somewhere and being surrounded by people that want to support, want to help, are very welcoming. That I've seen that I've experienced everywhere that I've lived and and that's something that I'm internally grateful for and so yeah I think despite the differences there's so many things that unite us as as people now going to the future how do you see the and I use the word that's in the plaque behind you how do you see the impact of things will be for the future do you think it's going to be progressing the get better and more understanding more clearer for people to be aware about empowering themselves i wish i i wish i could say yes i wish i could say that i think we're on a a a straight line trajectory upwards i i think we're going to continue to face challenges perhaps different kinds of challenges i think if you'd asked me back in 2000 when i started my professional career we would be where we were today in terms of equality i would have been really disappointed if you know i'd I'd known that we would only got so far and so but i stay hopeful you know i think there's increasing um opportunity for dialogue and engagement and people are becoming more willing to kind of have those conversations 
because you need to have those com- difficult conversations to move forward. And I think we're making more and more space to do that. But at the same thing, I think there are different kind of challenges also that are coming at us, whether that's kind of climate change or scarcity of resources on a kind of global scale. And so it, I think it's more important than ever that we find ways in which to continue to engage with one another, to keep talking, to keep building our awareness of how we're showing up as individuals so that we can make ensure that we're having each a positive impact and then collectively we're we're creating a society that is more just and where everyone can thrive and about you know we talk about present events you know the pandemic hasn't exactly out but it shows that the community can unite because that's where you see people sitting at windows touching glass to you know nose to nose behind glass that was a sense of community and i loved that but mm-hmm. that is still ongoing you know the fact is covid is still existing as we record this mm-hmm. but it's a sense that you know, people are slowly getting back to the way they were because they wasn't that to be. Yeah, it's it's been such an interesting three years, you know, devastating and tragic consequences on so many levels. But like you describe, also really heartwarming moments of communities coming together and, and families supporting one another. And I hope we can learn from that. You know, I hope that we can learn some lessons that will will continue for years and decades to come, community being one of them. You know, seeing communities come together and help one another, it's just just heartwarming. And I think that is something, certainly in my community, you know, I connected with my neighbours more than I ever had previously, and we've maintained that. And that, I think, was a real positive thing that came out of the pandemic. But, yeah, I think time will tell. You know, sometimes I see people slipping back to, to, to old habits or, you know, companies going back to insisting that people come into the office and be there Monday to Friday. But I hope on a on a larger scale that we can learn how important it was in that moment of crisis globally that we all you know supported one another and were flexible and were accommodating and were accepting that everybody has different challenges that they're having to address on a day to day basis and really trying to find ways to accommodate those so that we can all thrive. Yeah, so to conclude, um, is there any way people can get hold of you? And what message would you say to people today? Absolutely. So if people are interested in Ripple Effect Images um, and our work shining a light on women empowering, uh, on programs empowering women globally, then they can find us at rippleeffectimages.org. We have a website with all kinds of beautiful content. If people are interested in con- in connecting with me directly, directly you can contact me via my website it's liz-bloomfield.com and always always keen to engage with people particularly people who are seeking to balance you know wanting to make an impact in the world make an, make a difference but in wanting to ensure that they balance that with taking care of their own well-being so please would love to connect with people via both those channels and what would you say to people now just to get them feeling good feeling inspired to go forward in their journey one of my favorite quotes is from edith eager who's a holocaust survivor and she has so many inspirational messages in her book and the podcast that she does 
But one thing that really stays with me is the only place where we can exercise our freedom of choice is in the present. And I think that's something when we're considering our journey is, you know, we can't change what's already happened and we can't do anything right now to change the future. But in this moment, what can you do that aligns with your values and takes you a step towards what you're seeking in the world, either for you or for your family or your community or, or the world at large. So really being present in that moment and thinking about those small steps one at a time. Liz, it's been a pleasure talking to you about your journey today and may your light carry on shining for others to see. Thank you, David. It's my Thank pleasure. You. Thank you. That was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging, hosted by David Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon.